You're listening to Derek McCutcheon's Rebellious Jukebox. On Cam Glen Radio.
That was a murder capital there with green and blue opening tonight's rebellious jukebox here in Cam Glen Radio on 107.9 FM. And I'm joined by John and Brian from Savage Cut. How are you? Fine, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Now, uh, that was a song choice by Savage Cut. So who picked yeah, that one? That was me, John. Yeah, yeah John. And I, I know you're a big uh, murder capital fan. I think we spoke about that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but... Get the introductions, well, the introductions, I guess, are out of the way. We'll put on some more music and we'll have a chat. You've got a new album coming out, which is a big thing to talk about. Uh-huh. Uh, and obviously, the writing the songs and that as well. So, and um, we'll get a chance to play some more choices from yourselves. Let's <coughs> clear my throat. Here is Sweaty Palms, and this is Convoy Exceptional.
Derek McCutcheon on Cam Glen Radio.
That was uh, the Agra Boys there with Ain't No Thief. Now I'm here with uh, Brian and John from Savage Cut. Uh, you've been in here obviously and did a live session for us. I was just talking about that there. I think maybe about four years ago now. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. 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 Where's all the time gone? <laughs> Put on your fingers there. We're like, one, two, jeez. Oh, yeah. Now, the new album then. When's that? When was that recorded? When was it written? Uh, it's been recorded over the last year, I would say. Ah, you've been uh, doing bits uh, and pieces. Bits and pieces, and then just uh, tallying it up. Yeah. And where do you guys record? In Livingston, live rehearsals. Uh, Robin Young, producer and award-winning engineer. Pretty good. All-round nice guy. He's, uh, he's also playing drums with us as well now, so for practising and stuff, writing stuff. And uh, Liam then, is Liam retired? It's sort of, aye. aye, aye. <laughs> I think he'd come back for a decent gig, like, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming back for a bit long, like. And, and uh, he's yeah. been doing his blog thing with the football and that, is that... Is he busy with that? Yeah, aye. Yeah, he was doing that, wasn't he? Aye, he does uh, match announcer at the, the Levy Stadium, and aye. He's uh, just had a, a wee girl as well, so that's... That's his main reason. Yeah, I'll take our boys' time. Uh, well, yeah. Savage Cut then, when did Savage Cut all start? Well, uh, it must be, what, seven, eight, eight years ago? Yeah. Uh, eight years ago, just really kind of uh, a random message. For John sent me a message, you know, do you fancy getting something together? Which which we did. Huh. And then uh, a few other people jumped in. Yeah. And were you doing stuff at that time before I Savage Cut? I hadn't been playing for a while. Uh, John, John had been, he'd been a proper been a rock star and stuff, uh, you know. Uh, punk stuff, yeah, you know, so three chords. And yeah, <laughs> and what the bands should be mentioning, any of the bands? Uh, Mystery Girls, mm. uh, and Autograph Asylum, but we just did one album and that was, that was enough. And when, when did music start for you then, John? Uh, probably about 11, I would have thought. 11 or 12. And what, what age would you have been around about that, the punk rock revolution that took place? Something so, so that. Yeah, time. And so, <laughs> so that's, that's the, the path you followed then, was it? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Aye. Uh, the punk thing itself didn't really interest me after, you know, a few months, but uh -huh. all the wire and, you know, the post-punk stuff, the Banshees yeah. and Joy Division, that's what spark my imagination I think uh, the, the the big thing about punk was the, the, the attitude thing and that people could yeah, you could yeah, go and yeah. do it yourself and that and you could go and buy a second hand guitar somewhere and you know within weeks so you'd be playing gigs and all yeah, sorts you could, yeah. Yeah. and as you said mention the three chords <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. let you give it I'm not a musician and I did have a bass guitar and I was kind of in a band but they never really ever played it was more like a gang thing yeah. but um because I had Glasgow on my doorstep, so mm -hmm. I was going in the town and the, the, the Mars bar, hanging out, not getting yeah. in, but hanging about outside there and the, the bandstand at the Clyde side, sneaking in the sound checks and stuff like that. What, what, were you Livingston based then, were you? When I was 16, I was in Paisley. Right. Uh, so I went to the Mars bar a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, Silver Thread, places like that. Yeah, and, and Paisley was busy because of the, the, the all sorts of restrictions in Glasgow. Yeah, and there, was, yeah, yeah. there was a couple of things that banned punk, but they also, they, you couldn't charge for, there was some licensing thing in Glasgow, I think, you couldn't charge for putting on bands or something. There was yeah. something else that kind of encouraged them to go elsewhere. Yeah. Wow. Well, aye, the, the, most of them ended up in Paisley at some point, mm. uh, between Silver Thread and then the Bungalow. 
But then I moved to Lothgo, which was like the, the <laughs> land that time <laughs> forgot. Yeah. Uh, right. uh, but again, they had some great bands, uh, Freeze, Alan, uh, Rankin. Yeah, just brilliant right, stuff. Yeah. Brilliant, right? Yeah, post-punk more than... Yeah, of course. What be a sell then, Brian? When I, did you I, first? I was, well, I was similar age, but I'm not as uh, old as John. But it was <laughs> the same, the same type of thing. You know, punk was a wee bit later for me, but you know, um, but still, uh, you know, I was in my early teens then. Um, but it was, it was okay. But I, I got bored of it quite quickly, and I was more into like the post-punk thing, like mm. John, like killing joke and things like that. When I when I heard that, that was like, well, this is just like awesome, you know. Uh, Aye, and then I kind of went into that kind of thing, you know, uh, listening to John McGate playing the guitar for the Blanches and stuff, it was just like awesome, you know, I thought this is, this is just different. And I guess life would come along and work and all that yeah. kind of thing, did yes. music still remain then? did for me, I, I mean, playing, I, I, I played and then I got, got married, had kids and I still played a bit, but not really in bands, but... Mm. Uh, yeah. And then I go back into it again, and, and my, a bit older, uh, which probably a lot of people do, right? I mean, times, times the thing, you know. And yeah, what well, like a twenty-year break. Yeah. You know, marriage and kids. And I think you, you know, you're probably doing it now for the love of it. You know, there's probably oh, was yeah, a time, yeah. early doors, where you thought I can make a record, I could do ah, this, that, yeah. and next thing, yeah. and. Aye, realistic or unrealistic, you know, you've got these kind yeah, of everybody ideas. Everybody that vision of being a, you know, a rock star, but you know, at some point in time you just think, well, you know what, this is, you're doing it because you enjoy doing it and yeah. you know, it's just the buzz you get for playing. I think it's a reality check these days because it's tougher, I would guess, as a musician, it's yeah. it's tougher out there now than it ever was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gigs are non-existent for us, really. Aye. Uh, but I mean, going back to the, you know, when we started eight years ago, we released two tracks within what about a month or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. quite quickly. And somebody from America said, "You know, we want to record this and release it." And we we're thinking, "Aye, Aye right, <laughs> 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 that's, that's the guy." <laughs> and, it, and it happened. You know, it was, it was amazing. Uh, but if that had happened when we were sixteen, seventeen, we'd have been. Yeah, never ah, know where you'd be. Different times <laughs> then. There's nothing now. I do. I do. Talk to folk that you know. Maybe was fairly successful back then but you know there was this thing about signing with record labels but it was an advance wasn't it and they kind of kind of bought your soul to a degree as well yeah, so yeah, who knows yeah. what's well Aye. it probably was better than what it is nowadays because there's no money out there is there no no no, 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 no it's a shame yeah. for people that want to earn a living at it anyway because mm. we do it because we love it new album then I've got a track like we've got the title track for the album lined up to play the next so Tell us about the album. What does it look like? How many tracks? Is that all sorted yet? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So we maybe dropping album. We we're just talking about maybe doing a putting a live one in. Yeah. yeah possibly, but possibly uh, one. Aye. Yeah. The uh, tracks are there. It's just getting them all finalised. Just to get them finalised and mastered, and we'll get the CD out. Uh, hoping to have it out for the end of this month, but the other studio is kind of holding us back a wee bit. So, yeah. Uh, aye. And. Uh, the, the track is Square Go, so that became yeah. the title of the album. Why was that the title track? Uh, well, it's not, it's not really a title track, so it's a lead track. It's the, lead uh, track. the first track, and it's, it's a big big departure for us. Uh, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people will absolutely hate it. Aye. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> no, surely not. 
But you're very eclectic in what you do, aren't you? Because, yeah. you know, if anybody knows Savage Cut, you know, you don't have a singer as such, and yeah. you collaborate with a lot of people, so... You know, but the virtue of the way you do your collaborations, things will be different, won't they? Yeah, yeah, the change, songs But Elaine uh, Marlin, who did the vocals on this, just did a just a tremendous job. I mean, the amount of hours she must have put into mm. it was unbelievable. So, when you put something like this together, did you have Elaine in mind? And no, not really. I mean, we don't usually do that until we've actually recorded it and sit in the studio and think you could do this. Mm. Uh, I thought it sounded great for a four-part harmony, so uh, just asked Elaine. I thought she'd get a few mates in, but she did it all herself. Oh, it's, uh, really good. <laughs> and tell us about Elaine then. How do you know Elaine and the, I mean, is she an artist that's out there? Yeah, I, she's uh, sort of local to Broxburn. She's uh, been around the living music scene for, I don't know, 12, no, probably about 10 years plus anyway, I've known her. Uh, uh, great keyboard player, great singer. I think she's playing in a couple of bands just now. I can't, for, can't remember their names. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's quite, uh, a, quite a cool name to uh, forgotten it. I'll come to us when we'll get it. Yeah. What about lyrics then? Did Elaine? Is Elaine? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Do the lyrics? Uh, we generally uh, just do the musical part and uh, leave it the singers, uh, vocalists to do. Yeah. Generally, they they'll they'll just go with it with the the, the lyrics and yeah. Do you ever write lyrics? I've Me done, no, John, you've done one. You've done one, aye, John. Which one was that? A recorded one, one yeah. referred. Uh, yeah, sunshine. Right. Sunshine, one that uh, Jumbo McKellar did. <coughs> well, let's do this. This is yeah. a Savage Cup features Elaine Marlin, and this is a lead track from the album. This is Square Go. Square Go will shake your soul. Blow by blow, you turn around and hit the ground.
You're listening to Rebellious Jukebox with Derek McCutcheon on Camplan Radio 107.9 FM.
Killing Joke there with Ward Dance and before that we had Savage Cut with the lead track off the new album with uh, Square Go. Killing Joke, uh, I'm letting you guys lead the, the playlist tonight, so whose choice was that? That was mine's, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just love that song. I still remember the first time I heard it. Uh, just like, well, this is a bit different for you know, the usual yeah. punk stuff. I was a big fan the early doors, you know, early yeah. Killing Joke, yeah, I was yeah. a big fan then. Recently, it's very much of a muchness. It all sounds aye, very similar, aye, but aye. I guess some people it's hard to continue to be really cutting edge, creative in that. So, especially nowadays, yeah. Much. But yeah. So the the album, so it's been delayed then. But when when yeah, do you see? Hopefully, just a, a week or so. But. Uh, mm. Early to the middle of next month. And you spoke about live. Is, is live something you know so bothered about if a offer, uh, good offer comes in? Or? If, if, aye, maybe if, <laughs> if we got offered a good gig, we'd do it. But we'd, we've never gone chasing too. gigs. So. It's awkward because... The collaborations So that, that kind of would determine what songs we would do, but... Yeah, I suppose yeah. if it came along, we'd do oh, it, right? Yeah. 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 How many collaborators do you have on the album then? If it's uh, one for every song, one different for every song, is it? It's probably six. Yeah, I or six. Six. Yeah. A couple of instrumentals and a couple with samples. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, aye. Um, we've got Jim Drummond from the Kaplan's. A lot of people will know. Listen to this show. Yeah, Kaplan's. Yeah. Got Lenny Marlin, uh, got Bob Farewell from uh, Exile of the Wild, uh, Degrassi, and now he's in Main Primate. Uh, Say never what we are heroes, she was my bass playing hero. I think that's <laughs> just brilliant. Uh, who else have we got? Uh, that Paul Sunnis Miller. Yes. He's uh, from the Gimme Gimme Gimmies. Big band round about West Lothian and Scotland. Uh, I think they're playing in Bathgate quite shortly. Uh, I can't remember who else. Who, who would you? Who would be the ideal? The one that we've done that we're waiting on the vocal for. Sorry. Who would be the ideal to get get involved with you then? Oof. If yeah, the world was your oyster. That's a question, right? Yeah. I have no idea. This is a guy that does all the shouting. Shouting? Aye. Is that uh, not me, you know? Like, he's on the <laughs> Queen film. For Gordon's Alive and all that. Who was that? Oh. I'll tell. I mean, I'll tell you who I think you should get in touch with. Oh, right. And he seems to have collaborated with a few folks. Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. Well, that will take Iggy Pop, yeah. He's, yeah. he's always popping up, you know, the... The lovely eggs, uh, <laughs> pins, a Manchester band, you know, he's, he, he just said this sure is... I'm sure could do a suitable song. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, he should uh, do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, we could maybe send it to him, right? Yeah. No. Uh, and what about locally? Is there anybody that's been hard to get a hold of? Not really, no. Not really. I mean, no. people are quite, uh, Aye. quite keen, should, you know, because uh, they give them a free hand. It's, yeah. You know, make, make it what they want. Mm. Yeah. You know, we send tracks out, and if they don't come back to us, maybe not to fall out with them or anything like that, you know, so, yeah, yeah um, aye. And you mentioned that the Americans getting in touch with you for a couple of tracks, yeah. did you have collaborators on them, or were they the... Your they were samples, they were the sort of first two aye. songs that we did, uh, old Bill Carlyle, he gave us the samples from a TV show we'd never heard of before, mm. so, aye, uh, but aye, I mean, they took off big time, it's really good. Yeah. 
And you did the recent one with the, the Native American. The, uh -huh. the, yeah, the, yeah. So you get some feedback for that as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was uh, a, a, a radio show down in England played it, uh, which can call, I think it was called. Uh, and it was a, a Mohawk activist heard it. Mm -hmm. Apparently it's on the playlist or whatever in a museum somewhere <laughs> <laughs> this track which is pretty amazing yeah I guess it's nice that somebody appreciates what you did with yeah, some yeah, film something yeah. like that which is obviously uh, quite historic as well isn't it yeah and a bit kind of sensitive as well you know you, you don't like stepping on people's cultures so I remember who it is now it's McDermott who's the other collaborator on the album yeah uh, a friend of ours who does uh, haiku it's a sort of form of poetry all right. Uh, so uh, 17 syllables. That's uh, quite clever. And uh, the, the, when they collaborate with you, yeah. <coughs> do your songs suit, you know, or do, do, do you have to then maybe play with them a bit to make them all work together? Not really, no. no, no, no we, we record the song and give it to give it to the proper talent. Mm -hmm. they, they tailor their, their work <laughs> to suit us, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I usually make it fit. Aye. Now, I've lined up Virus, Nick, so what can you tell me about that one? Uh, right, that's... I don't know, it just, it just kind of fell into that song, yeah, right? It was just, and we'd forgotten about it for a long time. Uh, I think we'd recorded it we had, probably I, about two, two and a half years ago. Yeah. Uh, and I found it on my phone. I thought, I don't remember recording this, and he doesn't remember recording it, but we had. <laughs> so, <laughs> by the way, there's no any surprise here, because we can never remember anything, yeah. like, you know? <laughs> Um, and is all the work done in the rehearsal room then is, it, is that where it all happens yeah, or do yeah, you, yeah. somebody come with a riff and then I pretty yeah, much uh, yeah John play a bass or I'll uh, play some guitar and we'll just go with, and you know a lot of times it doesn't become anything but uh, certain, certain stuff we just keep it just keeps it's funny because it keeps coming back yeah you mm. know it's like eating onions right it's just like and then you, you eventually just go with it and then it just becomes a song you know it's a mm. uh, and like, like with, the, with Square Go, which you sent to obviously Elaine, mm -hmm. do you have that in your mind that you know this would this would suit Elaine? I didn't. I don't know about you, like, but uh, yeah, you, uh, well, you, uh, you, uh, you have you have you have ideas of what might suit certain people. But I mean, there's people we've never met before that we send stuff to. Mm. Uh, no, that's even better because it's like yeah. you just don't know what you're going to get, and it's you know often really, really amazing. And I'll take you back a bit because Layla's been in here, and you obviously did oh, the yeah. one with Layla. How did that one work? Then did, well, did Layla already have that poem in existence? Yeah. Or? Uh, uh, Andy from finance. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a story and a half. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, 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 so she, she had this thing on YouTube uh, about abortion, and it was fabulous. Uh, so I, I sent her an email saying, you know, this is what we do. Mm. Would it be okay to put the, the poet music? And she said, I'd rather not do that one, but I'll write you something. Uh, so she did. And I can remember getting it and showing it to Karen, my wife, and lying in bed with both rolling about laughing. Like, <laughs> so, and she came up. I, I think she came through and recorded it. It was great. Superb, I think we've all been to that kind of works now, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah, I think pretty much similar. everybody can relate to it. Yeah, we can play loads of tracks. Obviously, you guys have loads of tracks, a back catalogue, and obviously a new album. But I did mention Virus, which is an instrumental one. So let's yeah. have uh, Savage Cutting Virus.
Derek McCutcheon on Cam Glen Radio. That was Idlewell there with a modern way of letting go and before that we had the instrumental virus by Savage Cut. Idlewell, who's picked that track? That was me. John, tell us about Idlewell then. Was that the, the, the early Idlewell there? That was sort of mid, middle Idlewell I would say. Uh, but just the bass sound on that record is just tremendous. Uh, took my youngest son to see them the millennium I think it was. Maybe. 1999, 2000, at, mm. at uh, uh, Princess Street, and it was just amazing. And I've loved them ever since. Like. And they kind of started as a punk band, didn't they? And it's yeah, kind of yeah. evolved, uh, and there's a bit of, what would you say, traditional music? And yeah, I, I, last time we went to see them with my, my, my youngest son anyway in the ABC, there were violins and cellos and that, so... That's a bit of a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Too much culture for you. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah, you just want to jump about. Yeah. Know. And uh, Roddy does his, his solo stuff yeah. as well, doesn't Aye. he? He does his yeah. solo stuff. Yeah. yeah. I've seen him at uh, Livingston as well. Just great. Aye. But it's a time and a place for violins and cellos. Mm. What's Livingston like for gigs? Uh, pretty poor. Pretty poor. Uh, Bathgate's still got a dreadnought and... Uh, yeah, purple orange. Yeah, they're but still they're regular. Livingston is next to nothing now. Hmm. The, the the good thing is that these 
places that are outside the city still create good music, don't they? It's yeah, just, yeah. I guess yeah, they just yeah, don't yeah. have the venues and that. We're, we're yeah. always spoiled in Glasgow because yeah. there's a venue at every level, there's gigs every night of the week, you know, so there's plenty of opportunity for folk yeah. to get and play. But I guess when you're staying that wee bit further out, it's, it's, it's hard to get gigs, I would guess. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's hard for venues to fill these, these places now. And it's, it's really sad. Really sad. What can you do? Covers bands and tribute acts. Yeah, wedding bands make a fortune, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't think any of that. And um, obviously, you know, it's like streaming sites yeah. and all that, doesn't ah. it? Doesn't make any money. It's, yeah. If you can get a bit of merch out there, but I guess a merch, selling merch means gigs as well. It's probably gigs, the yeah. to get ah. to do that. And plus, uh, the, the latest thing is that some of these venues are Charles taking commission yeah. Yeah. Uh, for your merch. merch. Aye. So we take a commerce a, a commission off their bar. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> ultimately, you know, you're you're bringing the punters in. Yeah, yeah. Good. Going to play another track off the album. Um, for my indiscretions, tell us about mm-hmm. that one. That's uh, Paul Sinus Miller. Uh, worked with him with the Mystery Girls for one night only, I think. Uh, it's a good guy, uh, singer. Uh, as a guitarist, more than a singer, I think. Mm. Uh, for the Gimme Gimme Gimmies, and we asked asked him to do the track, and again he changed the dynamic of it completely. That's uh, a, a bit of a swagger now, rather than a, a bit of a dancey tune that we had. I mean, when you send the music across to somebody, you know, and, and you ask them obviously to put the lyrics mm-hmm. and that to it, how long would the, how long would that take? Couple of weeks, two, three mm-hmm. weeks usually. Yeah, it's usually not too bad actually. Yeah, some take longer than others. Oh. Yeah. Aye. And for my indiscretions, is what's about. I've got my own idea, but yeah. <laughs> not to discuss it. <laughs> we'll have a listen then, and we'll see if we can work it out. Yeah. Here it is. This is a Savage Cut with for my indiscretions. Just keep me safe Just what your life could be 
Listening to Derek McCutcheon's Rebellious Jukebox on Cam Glen Radio, 107.9 FM.
Nine Inch Nails there with the hand that feeds, and again chosen by Savage Cut. Who picked that one? That was me. Right, tell us yeah. about that one. Yeah, well, not just it was just one of the songs that, that I like for sitting Nine Inch Nails, I like lots of their stuff. But uh, it's just like the whole thing with Nine Inch Nails, you know, cl- really clever. You know, do lots of soundtracks for movies and stuff as well. Just awesome, massive soundstage. Seen them, seen them in Glasgow. Well, I remember years ago it was, and they were just like mind-blowingly good. Yeah, um, see them do a few covers as well, but I think yeah. it's more like kind of tributes to people, isn't it? Kind of thing. Uh, it's a bit, and then well, I think a lot of people cover their stuff as yeah. well, like mm. Johnny Cash done Hurt and, and various other uh, songs, you know. But yeah, it's just awesome. I love, I love how the how the music works, you know, how the guitar p- plays, like goes away in its own wee tangent for the rest of it, and the synth working of it is just fantastic. So yeah, that's what I just think they're great. Okay, we've got another couple of tracks, and the one chosen by yourself, one more from the album. But his album got a, a title then. I kind of went off on a tangent yeah, earlier and said that it was Square Goal, but it's not. It's called it? uh, Holes in the Mind. Right, and how did that come about? Uh, stole it. I was having a conversation with someone, asked me what my favourite line in the song was, and that, that was it. Uh, it was Ian McCulloch when he was in Electra Fiction, or mm. Fiction, can't remember. Mm. Holes in the minds of the me- nebulous mass. I thought it was just brilliant. Talking about uh, <coughs> so <stolen>. stealing. <laughs> uh, Bobby Savage cut then is a, a band name. How did that come about? Uh, what was you again, John? I always oh. wanted to be in a band called The Cut. Well, uh, but there's about there. five of them already. Yeah. Have you been seen Savage? Savages? Yeah, we've seen Savages, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it just went Glasgow. Well, Probably, yeah. yeah. They were great too. They were awesome. Yeah. It's a big thing these days, the way social media and that as well, and it band names, because yeah. uh, yeah. there's nothing worse than finding yourself with 20 other bands well, with the same uh, name yeah, and that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the, the Cut was one of my favourite albums ever, uh, by the Slits. Uh, uh, slits. And Savages were just mind-boggling that night, so it probably just came from that. And um, one of my, t- well, t- one of my favourite bands is Casual Sex as well. And there's another one, you know. Mm-hmm. I try googling that. Try, <laughs> find, try find their socials. They don't exist anymore. That was Sam yeah. Smith with Green Door Studios. But yes. um, I, I try to find them. You know, so it's getting bit embarrassing. Don't <laughs> right. want somebody looking over your shoulder. You, you're trying to find their <laughs> bandcamp or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've got one more track for the album, and we're going to close with. Uh, this part anyway we Frightened Rabbit and the Woodpell tell me about that song was that uh, I think well for me and my, my boys were all huge Frightened Rabbit fans especially Liam the drummer uh, and it just turns us into blubber to see that so uh, very emotional yeah so we'll leave that but before that we'll get the My Final Solution it's not My Final Solution is it no oh, just bear with me a second I got that wrong you can play that if you like. Yeah, it's one of <laughs> yours as well. An older one. Aye. Uh, while you're doing that, I'll mention uh, David Monroe, uh, who did uh, The Debt, which is on the album, and he's setting up a non-for-profit non <laughs> uh, record label uh, through in Kilmarnock and a promotions firm for the sort of young, young team in Ayrshire. Uh, hoping for an EP launch in September and the label's called 13 Deluxe 
and the promotions are Westway Music Collective. Right, needs more people out there doing stuff like that, doesn't it? Because mm. mm. it's it's just the toughest the game in in the world, you know, music at the moment. You need yeah. to be in it for the love of it. Yeah, and right. I guess yeah. people working together. I mean, there's a lot of that goes on actually, you know, and then uh, people supporting other people. But uh, you know, the more the, the merrier. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I know you guys have got to travel back through to Livingston, but. We will play Savage Cup featuring Doug Malloy then and My Final Solution. We'll finish this part with the Frightened Rabbit and the Woodpecker. Once again, thanks for coming through. Thanks You're for welcome. supporting Thank Cam Glenn Radio, sending yeah. music in. Sound and me. when you did the live session, uh, I'll actually look up the date and we'll mention that before the show finishes tonight. But that was that was pretty cool as well when you did that. Yeah. That was good fun. Yeah, yeah I love that. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you. Maybe get you back through to do that again sometime. Oh, nice. oh yeah, anytime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely we'll do that then. So here we are, Savage Cut, and this is my final solution from 2019. So we've got the date here in front right. of me. Right. Hello. a cold eye as you pass on by and goodbye to you my love please don't cry don't cast a cold eye upon me Solution. 
McCutcheon on Cam Glen Radio. Come 
That was Lady Jesus there with um, 
Success, which is off their last album, Lady Jesus. They have their single launch. They've released two tracks we've played here in Cam Glen Radio. On the 9th of June at the Hug and Pint, uh, supports our head feeder. And a slight change, the Crails are there now and Laura St. Jude. Here's Trumpton Rye and this is Change. Change! 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 
Trumpton Riot there, I believe they're from out Falkirk Way and that was changed. Now, Helicon have released their new album, God Intentions, which I have a copy of, and they have a launch gig this coming Saturday at Stereo in Renfield Lane, along with special guests and DJ sets from Holly Calder and Chris Geddes. Uh, I've not got my tickets yet, but I will try and get myself along to that one. Here's a track from the album, this is To The Moon.
There was a Krells there with Room One who are supporting Lady Jesus at their single launch. The Krells are brilliant as well. Get along to see them. Here's some from 1980. This is Echo and the Bunnymen and Over the Wall.
I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real The needle tears a hole The old familiar sting Try to kill it all away But I remember everything What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away in the air And you could have it all My empire of dirt Upon my liar's chair Full of broken thoughts I cannot repair Beneath the stains of time The feelings disappear You are someone else I am still right here What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away in the end And you could have it all earlier on that was uh, the Nine Inch Nails song Hurt and that was Johnny Cash's version here's TV Priest from 2022 and this is Bury Me In My Shoes Right in lousy poets 
Later there with pop culture connoisseurs. It's been time for me to go. I'm going to close the show with the cramps, what's behind the mask. But here's cheap teeth, and I am the mud. (laughs) 